around about this time of the year, many university students and students from other private tertiary institutions are graduating. And for some, they enter the workspace, while for others, they spend some time looking for a place of employment in the field they had studied for. And with the huge cost of expense when it comes to higher education and training, many make debt to pay off their studies. So what should they be doing with their first paycheck? Should they be paying off their debts, which may be the smart thing to do? Or should they be saving so that they could upgrade their start student car, invest in property, or travel somewhere? Now, joining me on the line now uh, to chat about whether we and newly graduated students should be paying off our debt first or saving is financial blogger Brendan Dale. Brendan, a very good morning to you. How's it going? Yeah, morning, Kenan. Uh, it's going well, thanks, and yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I just wanted to know from you this morning, uh, and I really, really thank you for taking the time to chat to us and get deep into this conversation, to tell me, should we be paying off our debt first before saving, or should we be doing both equally? <laughs> there's, there's no easy answer. Um, and excuse my voice, I just I seem to have picked up a bit of flu or something. No, it's a morning but, voice, man. Um, <laughs> sheesh. That's... You know, there's there's the actual money sort of considerations and the cost of debt, and then there's also psychological considerations and and how you feel about the money and how you feel about spending. But the the sort of short answer is, if your debt is costing you a lot of money, if the interest rate is high, then you really need to pay that off. So if you if you're paying an interest rate of maybe fifteen percent or twenty percent if it's on a credit card then you need to pay that stuff off because you're never going to invest money and be earning that much interest. But if you happen to have a, a loan with a lower interest rate, you know, maybe it's only 3 or 4%, it's quite unheard of, but maybe it's a family loan or, or some, something like that, then then it, your considerations, you might want to actually invest or save. But it really comes down to that, how much interest are you paying? Because that, that interest over the long term, over the next 5, 10 years, is going to kill you at all. It will just accumulate so much. Now, in your article you had written on uh, takechargeofyourmoney.blog, you say that we should know and understand our debt situation and have a plan to paying it off. Now, we may have all... Well, we all come from different financial situations and backgrounds Mm. and personal circumstances, but how do we begin making a plan to ensure that our debt gets paid off? Uh, you know, it's actually very easy. All you need to do is you, you take a pen and paper and you write down all the debts that you actually have, whether it's store cards, credit cards, student loans, home loan, whatever it is. You write it all down. And, you know, maybe you have to phone the people, phone the various companies to find out how much you actually owe. You take note of that and you write down what the interest rate is. And that, that will give you a bit of an overview of your, your debt situation. And then you can either... There's two ways then to choose. Like either you choose the smallest amount of debt and you decide you're going to pay that off now and then you, the extra money that you would have been paying towards that, you then pop towards the next debt or you actually look for the highest interest rate because that's where you're spending the most money mm. and you, you decide to, to start focusing on that debt. And it's, you know, it's just you, you won't be able to pay it all off quickly. You just have to work hard and really focus to put your, any extra money you have towards your debt. 
You touched on it a little bit briefly and you spoke about the psychological relationship and thinking around money and debt. Talk to me a little bit about that. <laughs> you know, we all we all like spending money and there's this concept of being debt free, which is really it's a quite a liberating concept, it's quite a freeing concept. But it's it's also how can I put it? It's it's quite difficult to achieve and it's also something that psychological some people won't actually achieve it if they can't stop their spending, if they can't get their current spending under under wraps. Mm. So it's it's finding this balance between do you want to be debt free? Are you gonna focus on paying all your money into your debt to get that done? But at the same time, you know, maybe focusing all your money into your home loan when you should be investing there's a bit of a decision to make with specifically with your home loan. And it's like, do you lose a bit of money on your investments because you want this peace of mind of being debt-free or do you want to go the other way? You know, there's, there's so much to think about and it really is a... There are some money calculations, but then there are some personal decisions to make and decide what do I actually want to do. Brings the time now to 16 minutes past five o'clock. If you have just uh, joined the conversation, I am in conversation with uh, financial blogger Brendan Dale, and we're talking about paying off your debt as well as saving and looking at the comparisons between the two. If you have any questions for Brendan, may it be in regard to your debt and how to get rid of your debt and how to be more financially savvy about your money and savings and so on, you can give me a call on 21 Five six seven. Alternatively, you can send me a WhatsApp text or voice message on 072-567-1567. Now, Brendan, a subject that you also covered in your article on TakeChargeOfYourMoney.blog is that we all know that debt is expensive and interest rates differ from credit cards to stores to uh, car manufacturers as well as even student loans. But a fact is that in society and the society we're in today is that if, if, if you would like to have a credit history, we need to have debt. So to rent or even to buy a house, we need to make debt first so that we can attain some of the things we want in life. So how can we simplify the debt we create by playing it safe and not breaking the bra- breaking the bank, as it were? Yes, that's, that's one of these evils in society is that you need debt in order to to sort of succeed financially. And it's such a weird concept, but it's... But it's completely true. You need a, a bit of a credit history. And the the best way to do it is to manage it really well. You have to be strict with yourself because it's the, the banks and all the stores, they're relying on the fact that you, you can't be sort of strict with yourself. And they're relying on the fact that you're just going to spend too much money. But you, you need to open a store card somewhere or a credit card and just make very small purchases and pay the amount off monthly according to the, the statements they send you and you, you kind of have to hide that card in your cupboard or if they offer you a 10,000 rand sort of credit line you must ask them for a little bit less because they they kind of they kind of want you to fail it's terrible to say but they, you have to be strict and you have to sort of prove to yourself most importantly that you can manage debt and you can manage the fact that you've got this plastic card that just buys these things magically and yeah you have to just keep the the amounts that you spend small and and pay them off as as you meant to 
Now, if we zoom in a little bit when it comes to savings, what is the best way to save our money and use it to pay off our debt and allow us to possibly sip cocktails on the shores of Thailand? <laughs> it, it all depends on your savings goal and and how much money you have. That's, that's I mean, how much disposable cash you have, that's that's probably the biggest factor, you know. So if you if things are tight and you've got a really tight budget, if you're only going to have a few hundred rand spare months, you, you should probably just pop it in your bank account where you're going to earn some interest. Also, if it's for a short-term savings, but longer term, obviously you want to invest it and you want to you want to find a, a better way or a better thing to do with it. But yeah, you know, short-term, it's it's popping it wherever you're going to get the highest interest rate. Now, you're talking about tight budgets and many, many people that don't have a lot of money left over at the end of the month. And in your article, you also covered an aspect of emergency funds. Talk to me about that and creating an emergency fund. Mm, so even, even if you have debt, it's still vastly important that you have, you have cash available somehow, whether it's, you know, whether it's cash or whether it is on your credit card. But you, you never know when something's going to happen. And you need three or four thousand rand immediately. It could be a medical expense. It could be something for school for your kids, or the car could break down. You know, these things happen. Um, so it's it's very important to have some form of saving that that can cover these expenses. And even if you have debt, it's good still to be putting away some money, even if it's just in a, a bank account for these emergencies. But it's it's important again that you use this money only for emergencies. You know, you, it's not your new spending slash fund. It, it's something for emergencies, and it yeah, it doesn't matter if you have debt and you're saving towards emergencies because you you need that. You never know when you suddenly need some money. Is it a good idea to maybe open up a locked account or one of those thirty-day accounts when it comes to those emergency accounts, or should it just be an account and we just hide the card somewhere and we only use it uh, in case of emergencies? The thing with an emergency fund is you need the money immediately. Like mm. if you if your car breaks down and you need to fix it next week, then you need the money. So you don't have time for the thirty-two-day notice. However, if you have a credit card and you could spend the money on your credit card while you put in the notice period, then you then you can have a notice account. Personally I just I put the money in my bond account. So at any time I can just transfer it electronically back to my normal account and withdraw it. Mm. But I just need to be you need that money quickly. So as long as you can access some form of money, that's good. That's financial blogger there, Brendan Dale, talking to us about paying off your debt as well as saving. And I know that a lot of students, uh, university students and students from other private tertiary institutes are graduating. And a lot of them would like to get rid of their debt and uh, a pertinent tips there. If you'd like to read the article for yourself, all you need to do is go to takechargeofyourmoney.blog. You can read more uh, insightful money tips and uh, money savvy and financial uh, savvy uh, tips written there by Brendan Dale. Brendan, thanks very much for chatting to us this morning on Cape Talk.